This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornesters beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket all right everybody we're back again it's the drive with ad and ralph on 93.7 the ticket we're proudly sponsored by sand hills global sand hills global is looking to fill hundreds of new opportunities in sales traveling support software development web design and more Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. So apply today at sandhills.jobs. Sandhills.jobs for a job at Sandhills Global. Bam. Okay. I'm curious. Did you see this um, thing where Marshawn Lynch told reporters and told the media that he had to win during Russell's time in Seattle? Did you see this, Raph? Yes. That he had yes. to schedule conversations with Russ through his marketing team or through his like agent. Yeah, yeah, to schedule schedule appointments to to meet with him. Yeah, I, I I saw that. I hope and I pray that that's he was just maybe over overdoing it a little bit. I I hope, but I don't know. I anymore I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So it says um Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, excuse me, discusses how Russell Wilson alienates his teammates and makes them set up calls with him through his business manager. That's the headline for this. Um, now, I think it's important time to bring this up. We've, we've, I've had this in the system for the last couple of days, and we played it on my show. But Raph, I, I think it's just important that the people are all on the same page with who Russell Wilson is as a person. <laughs> and and part of that involves an alter ego. And here we go. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, Russell here. Yes, the typical boring. Yes, Russell. The robot Russell. The one you guys love to know. I'm real, real exciting. You know, I'm real exciting. Um, but anyways, uh, everybody has to have an alter ego, right? And, and I've been thinking about what my alter ego would be. And I, I, I think I have an alter ego. His name his name's Mr. 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 Unlimited. Yeah, you got to be unlimited. You know, you got to have a thought process of being unlimited. So when people ask you, you know, what you're thinking about or what you want to do in life or where you want to go, you got to be unlimited. Tell them I'm unlimited. You know what I mean? So when they ask you certain questions like, who brings you motivation, Russell? 
Mr. Unlimited. Who, who's your role model, Russell? Unlimited. Who's your go-to person for advice, Russell? They think Pete Carroll, they think this person, think that person. Love you, Pete, but it's Mr. Unlimited. Tell them. So, Raph, when you hear something like that, now I sent that to you and AD a couple days ago. But when you hear something like that, and I feel there's part of me that feels bad for CR in the background, also having to having to help him out with this video. But what are, what are your thoughts as, as as somebody that has? I mean, that's who that's your quarterback. That is your quarterback, and you're paying him close to three hundred mil for this. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel that he has not tapped in to his alter ego, Mister Unlimited, while he's out there playing for the Broncos right now? <laughs> oh man, the first thing I think is. Holy cheesy, very cheesy. I'm like, come on, Russ. It all is but, making sense. But he did, he did that back in his Seattle days. He so did. I, maybe he can find Mister Unlimited and get him out of the cage because he's been he's been locked in a cage and put in a closet the first six weeks of the season. That's for sure. So here here what I'll have to grab it. Um, so Richard Sherman had a podcast yesterday. And it, it, it says that there's a clip on it of the exact moment um, when Marshawn talked about how they'd have to go. Marshawn and, and, and Richard Sherman talked about how they would have to go through his business manager to get a hold of him because they didn't have his personal phone number. So we will – I'll have to grab that um, or ask Rico to grab it here just so we can hear it because a lot of this is making sense. And it, it, would it surprise me? Not really because of everything that we've heard. The entourage following him, and yeah. and now him being unlimited and having an alter ego, and having to now, I mean, um, I mean, obviously the entourage is a big part of it, but now struggling, like all this is a big conversation here to whether or not like he's going to be successful in Denver, and like although it be early, like teammates are not happy. Teammates are are not happy yeah. with him right now. Well, you try to like justify things that you hear. Like yeah. at the beginning, at the beginning of the season, I had heard that, or it was reported on that Russell Wilson has his own office at the Denver Broncos at the facility. So at first I'm thinking to myself, all right, that's cool. You know, he's all, he's there all the time. He's watching tape. He's, you know, inviting players in and like, Hey, let's watch tape together and stuff like that. Trying to justify it. Well, then all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, oh man, if he's up in his office or whatever, you know, he's not down in the locker room. He's not bonding, you know, with those offensive linemen, with those receivers. Maybe he's separating himself, being more like from a coach standpoint where he's up in the coach's offices and he's like trying to be a coach. So that's like, do you think he realizes what he's doing? Like, do you think he realizes like, maybe I shouldn't have all these people following me around and maybe I shouldn't have, have an office. And, and like, do you, do you think he realizes it or is, is, is he kind of just naive to that? I think it's dawning on him now. Like his, just the way he spoke in his press conference. I think that was two yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. It's he's more, it just seems like he's coming back down to earth a little bit. I think he got a little too, maybe a little too big for himself thought he was, you know, because like the guy is a person. I have a tough time hating him. I mean, he's at children's hospitals constantly. Exactly. exactly, He's, he's, but like, but from a football standpoint, we got to look at it just from a football standpoint. Are you 
are you putting yourself, are you spreading yourself too thin to be a football player? Like mm-hmm. you have Tom Brady who's taken a lot, taken a lot of grief from the media talking about comparing being a football player to being deployed, which that, that was hor- a horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible take, which it's not even close, but, but he, at the point he was trying to make was that you give your entire self to the football season. So you've got to put, you know, the vacations and stuff on the back burner. I should have never made any comparisons yeah. to the military. Okay, Completely so, stupid. so I saw the quote that, that Tom Brady made where he was just like, man, here we go again. It's, it's that idea of here we go again. Was he saying that as of like the, when you, when it's starting the regular season, like, is that what he's saying about that? Yeah. And why'd you come out of retirement? Yeah, no lie. <laughs> like seriously, you're the one that chose. You 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 were you were you were retired. You were gonna have a fi- a home life that was fine, and everything like that. And then you choose to come back. So yeah. I don't I like six months later. Here, I don't want to hear about how. Oh, <laughs> here we go again. Because you made this choice, and yeah. and like here's the deal. There's a part of me that sits here and goes, man, if if you know if the Bucks. The Buccaneers weren't struggling like they are on offense. They probably he we probably would not have heard that him say that. But it's like this one time that the, that he's not having a great season, probably not going to play in the Super Bowl again. Then that's when we hear, oh man, here we go again. And you have him going through, you know, the hiring the divorce lawyers and all this. But like, I don't want to hear it because you made the choice to come back after you initially retired. If yeah, you would have retired right. and rode off into the sunset, you would have. I mean, you're still the best quarterback of all time, but nothing yeah. would have been made about it. You would have never had to say this quote. You would have never had to have a bad couple start or a bad start to the season here. I don't want to hear it because you chose to come back, and, and, and in part, you sort of ruined your marriage. So yeah, right. um, it, it's just kind of crazy to hear all that. Then I'm curious too: is has he had any contact with Rob Gronkowski? I know that he yeah. spiked the football saying he was staying with the Fox team or whatever for the rest of the year, but they lost Cameron Bright to season ending injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're tight ends that I saw that they, they do have Kyle Rudolph, but, but you've got to think that Tom Brady is like, you know, maybe I need to shoot a call out there and see if yeah. he wants to come back. And it would not surprise me one bit if he signed, you know, with maybe like six games to go in the regular season or mm-hmm. maybe four games to go and play the playoffs. So what? Here's what's crazy. Um, I wonder if there will ever be a time where Tom or or Rob or or just in the NFL world feels like, okay, so we can't just have the 2014 New England Patriots on his team and and expect to win a Super Bowl. Like, I wonder when that day will come where it's just like, all right, yeah, you can't have the 2014 New England Patriots with with Rob Gronkowski and. Oh, where's Julian Edelman at this time? And, and oh yeah, and there, was, there was talk about him where, earlier. It's, this it's year like too. where where are we at to where we just automatically think that bringing these guys back together will automatically result in a in a Super Bowl championship? Or you know, it's just like um, it's just kind of funny to think about that. Up, oh, Tom Tom's got Rob back. That that solves all the problems. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. So here's this on the tech on the uh, stream, Raph. We get this from Steel yeah. on the YouTube stream. It says, I have a nephew that went to a game when he was at Seattle, and when my nephew um, asked for an autograph, Russell replied, sorry, kid, I'm not in the mood today. <laughs> you know, it's like that ESPN well, segment where it's like, come on, man. 
That's that's yeah. what we that's we need to play that sound bite every single time well, we hear this. Steel, I had the same, I had the same um, issue back. Was I about twelve? Yeah, I was about twelve, twelve or thirteen. I was down in Kansas City, and Bo Jackson. That was my guy. Like uh-huh. I love me some Bo Jackson, and Bo was signing out or wasn't signing autographs. He was standing outside the dugout. So I yelled, "I'm like, Mr. Jackson, can I have your autograph?" And this was at the time. You probably don't remember this, but there was the big thing about he was working when he was playing baseball and his hobby was football. So okay. working yep. hobby. So I asked, Mr. Jackson, can I rather go? He looks at me and goes, which is funniest response ever. He goes, uh, sorry, kid, I'm working right now. <laughs> I was like, so does, does the that, whole thing. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It was just the whole thing about him, his work and his hobby. And it kind of that was the national the national talk was about him working in his hobby and then when he came back and said he was working and he knew exactly what he was you know it was so funny i was like that's all right crazy does that make you dislike a player like and let us know on the text line 402-464-5685 if you have a bad experience while like you know asking for an autograph asking for a picture when you when you're talking to them they just don't they, they are not interested at all does that turn you away from cheering them on do you want to, do you want another funny yes. funny autograph request story? Yes. All right. So when I was growing up, when we were kids, my my buddy, he was uh his dad was an American League uh, baseball umpire. Okay. So back, I think before eighty, oh, I, I can't remember what year it was, but they finally locked down to where you couldn't get into Major League Baseball locker rooms anymore, like okay. fans and like there was a time you could actually, get, if you knew the right people, you could get in. So we were big California Angels fans. Mm-hmm. I think it was 1985, 86. It was right around that area. And we went down to Kansas City. And so the Angels at the time, they had Rod Crew, Reggie Jackson, Tommy John. They had some names that big names in baseball history. And we wanted to meet Reggie Jackson. So we get into the locker room. First off, you're like in a major league baseball locker room. Even back then it was pretty amazing. So we're walking through the locker room and me and my buddy, we walk up and Reggie Jackson is standing right in front of us. And it was just like, Oh my God, that is Mr. October. That's Reggie yeah. Jackson. He sees us and tears into us. What are these kids doing in here? Bleep, bleep, get these bleep bleeps out. Get them out of here. Get them out. And me and me and my buddy are just sitting there going, Oh my God, Reggie Jackson is yelling at us. And all of a sudden his dad knew Reggie pretty well from umpiring or whatever. Watch Reggie, Reggie, these two are with me. These two are with me. Oh, they're with you. Oh, come on over here. You know, and it was just a complete 180 switch. So we're like getting our pictures taken with Reggie Jackson, getting autographs. You know, we're best friends with him. But holy cow, for about a minute, it was like, this is not a good situation right Yikes. now. Because Reggie's like, get them the heck out of here right now. Just blowing F-bombs. And oh, God, it was. I wonder, I don't know if I have any autograph stories, um, but like I, I've always like, I don't know, there's always those athletes that don't want to take pictures or sign autographs, and I've always wondered, like, does that make you not want to cheer for them in the future when you, if you have a bad experience with them? I don't, I don't know. And like I said, help the, the text line can help us out. Um, back to the Russell Wilson video, Tom Petty Sucks says, Man, that was so cringy. I had to turn down my radio for that. I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. 
Um, all right, Raph, let's let's go ahead and head to break here. Uh, what you got for all us on the next one uh, after this here? I'm thinking we talked about the NFC um, football teams last week. Maybe we can cover some AFC Big time. NFL teams this week. I'm all about so, it. You, you got a, right. you, you got a little bit of a glare on your eyes now. You got you got to figure out a way to get out of there. I would say that the sun is coming up in California. So that's right. I'll, I'll fix it over. I'll fix it over the break. Or it makes me look like Superman. <laughs> I was gonna say it looks like it makes you look. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. Okay, we'll send a break right now. This is the drive on ninety three point seven. The ticket. This is a thirty second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title: Project Planning Homeowner One Hundred One. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.